Hey, welcome to the big game pregame, Indiana. That's right, guys. Uh, so let's get into this one. Um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I feel. I mean, I felt pretty confident all season long that we would be able to do whatever we want against teams. Uh, Iowa got me a little worried only because of how good their defense is. And being at Kinnick, of course, but uh, after witnessing what we saw last week, um, we really, as a fan base, need to gain more confidence with this team because no small feat what Michigan did in Iowa last week. No small feat. What the what the defense was able to do, what Michigan's offense was able to do was impressive, okay? Because with all intents and purposes, it, it was 27-7. to 7. I mean, they gave up that last dinky one, but who gives a shit? The game was already out of hand. Uh, so anyways, let's focus on Indiana. Indiana's kind of a joke to me. I can't even believe they're 3-2. and two. Uh, What we've seen over the last five games with Indiana is a steady decline in their performances with back-to-back losses to uh, um, Cincy and then Nebraska. But if you really want to look at it, uh, Illinois... They got lucky with that one because I think they called back a touchdown from Illinois or something like that, which led to Indiana winning. Their second game, they played Idaho, which is a pretty good what Division two team. They're three and two, but still, it's Idaho. If you're a big, if you're a Conference five team, you should be able to beat those teams. They did, but barely. Um, well, I don't know if it was barely. That might have been one of their only convincing wins of the season. Uh, then you go to then you go to overtime with Western Kentucky. Now this is going to show you a trend that I think uh, is going to help Michigan. Well, not help Michigan, but it's going to help Michigan in a sense of uh, we get to practice some real passing uh, this week. Is what I'm hoping. Okay, so Western Kentucky is known to be a toss it around the field type team. I mean that's just what they do, right? They are air raid to the max, and Indiana went. To overtime with Western Kentucky, then they lose to to uh, Cincinnati, which is another very good downfield passing team, and then you've got Nebraska, not very good, and still they lose to Nebraska. And the the trend that I've been seeing is they that Indiana defensive backfield stinks, absolutely stinks out loud they uh give up and on an average just from what i've seen about four or five big downfield plays every game sent from the western kentucky uh game down so you go back and just look at i mean if you don't want to rewatch the games which i don't blame you they're some of them are just you know you're watching indiana play football it's boring but you will see just go to the any highlight package on YouTube if you guys just want to. You'll see it. They give up at least four every game from Western Kentucky down. And all those schools don't even have close to the wide receiving core that Michigan does. Now, this is an ideal game for us to show the rest of the nation, and when I say the rest of the nation, I really mean Ohio State, that Michigan can throw the ball downfield, that you need to worry about us throwing the ball downfield, even if it's something that we don't do on the regular. But it still needs to be proven that we can do it. J.J. needs to show that he can hit those downfield passes because it's nice to threaten it. 
it's nice to say, see, look, oh, we almost connected. We need to start connecting on those. If we're really going to be taken seriously and if we're really going to beat the big teams that we need to beat, right? Because that was the main thing about Cade last year, right? Is, one, he wasn't mobile enough. And two, when he needed to make the big downfield pass, he, he couldn't do it on the regular, especially against great defenses. So that's what we need to prove. We need to prove that the downfield pass is in the arsenal and it is something that is effective. And against Indiana, we can start putting that we can start showing people that's that that we can do it. And it's no no greater time to do it cuz I mean, I would assume Indiana's going to line up to try and stop the run, <laughs> which I don't think they're going to be able to do. But still, this is a Jim Harbaugh led team. So we're always going to run the ball first, so we're going to start hitting them in the in the gut, and they're going to load up to stop the run, and then that's when you're going to see JJ. I hope start taking just big passes downfield, and I hope we connect on a lot of them. I think this if this is there is no better game for JJ to get his first 300 yard passing game than against Indiana, because they're I'm telling you they stink. They're Defensive backfield is god-awful. So if we can't do it against Indiana, whew, we got, we, I don't know. We can't do, if we cannot successfully pass the ball downfield against Indiana, we may have bigger problems than I, than I expected or feel like I just, I didn't, maybe I didn't want to see it, but I'm hoping. Right, just everything I've seen. There's, I don't see how we cannot. Uh, they have a decent overall offense. I mean, they're able to score thirty points on the reg. So I mean, if they're doing that regularly. That's a decent enough offense. That that quarterback of theirs, he seems to be uh, mistake prone. I mean, he has eight touchdowns to five interceptions. So, yeah, I don't know. Is it? Are they? You know. He's not that great, right? So anytime he passes the ball, it could be a touchdown. It could be an interception. You just never know. So this is another great game for our defensive backfield to – I was they're going to shut it down anyways, but it's for them to now start ball hawking, you know, start getting those interceptions, start getting those defensive turnovers that we also need to improve on to get us to the next level, right? There's two things that if we're going to win the national title – um, there's two things we really need to improve on defensively. Well, three, really. Uh, one, pass rush needs to get better, which I think they're taking steps to when they're going to start getting okie-dokie in there to start doing his thing. So I think that's going to help uh, get more pass rush. And if we get more pass rush, hopefully that leads to more opportunities for our elite, and I'm saying that maybe for the first time, our elite cornerbacks to start getting more interceptions and that's what we need to have happen we need to have our defensive backfield or just our defense in general come up with more turnovers because if you're going to beat the teams like alabama georgia ohio state you're going to have to have the defense come up with one or two big big plays and, I mean, that's change in field position. That's interceptions. That's maybe taking one to the house. We need to be more opportunistic like Iowa's defense is. That would be great. If we could get one or two interceptions this game against Indiana, would be fantastic because he, he just lets it rip. I mean, the kid's thrown it. Um, 
He's completed 130 passes to 246. 246 times that kid has thrown the ball. So they're going to throw the ball. They're not too hip on the running game because their leading rusher has only 345 yards rushing. So they're not hip on the running game. So they're going to light it up. They're going to, well, they're going to light it up. They're not going to do shit against us, but they're going to attempt to light it up in the air against us. So perfect, another perfect opportunity. This is what's so great about this season. It seems like in each game, it's giving us an opportunity to get better at the things we need to to win this national title. And it's the perfect team to give us that opportunity. Like You couldn't have drawn it up better for us this week. To be like, okay, well, one thing we need to do as Michigan to get better is, okay, we need to work on the downfield passing game. Perfect. Indiana stinks at that, so it's going to give us a pretty good opportunity to really just fine-tune some things. And then, two, they don't have very good wide receivers. They're all right. They're not great. And the quarterback is, uh, like I said, he's iffy. When he puts that ball up in the air, you don't know what it's going to be. So also it helps with defensive turnovers. And then the pass rush. This kid is always getting chased. So – you know, perfect for a pass rush, too, to get better. So we'll see. You know, it's good. It's it, I love it. This is just another great uh, time to work, practice, and get better. And hopefully we blow them out and we just move on. I mean, there's nothing really Indiana does that Michigan can't stop. There's not one player on that team that Michigan isn't already better than. You know, like their wide receivers aren't faster aren't more talented, aren't even better than Maryland. Maryland, by far, is the best passing team we've faced so far this season. And they are not even close to Maryland's uh, Maryland's talent level or efficiency. So it should be, you know, there's nothing. I wish there, I wish there was something I could bring up to be like, well, we really need to watch this. So if Michigan just shows up and takes this game seriously, we're already, I'm going to say, three touchdowns better than Indiana. If we show up and we treat it like we're going to play Ohio State, right? If we prepare like we need to prepare to play the Ohio States of the world, then we are at the beginning of the game. We're three touchdowns better. Indiana does nothing that's, that that scares me, worries me, nothing. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. The def, their, Indiana's defense has given up 14 sacks. 14. Um, oh wait, no, maybe oh, I may have wrote that down wrong. Last night, I'll be honest, I was uh, pretty tired. I started this new. Um, we have a new bid for our job, and I'm getting off a little bit later. So uh, when I was doing, <laughs> I was writing down things. I might have been a little delirious, but um, they have 14 sacks and four interceptions. That's what I want to try to say. Indiana's defense. That's what it is. Okay, 14 sacks, not bad. So, you know, another thing for our offense to our offensive line, which, by the way, is fully healthy and looked fantastic against Iowa. Uh, just fantastic against Iowa. So, another thing they need to work on, especially if JJ's going to be passing the ball downfield, you have to give him time to do that so he feels safe, comfortable to be able to make the pass when he needs to. Uh, good. Just another thing that we need to do. So, literally. I don't know. There's really nothing I worry about with this team. Just nothing. I, I wish I could give you more. But so the keys, keys to victory. Michigan just needs to show up. 
right? They need to show up. The defensive line needs to get pressure on the on the quarterback. If they do so, that'll lead to more turnovers than than completions. I think. Uh, well, not completions, but you know what I mean. More, uh, just more turnovers for the defense. Something for us to work on. Uh, so pressure on the quarterback defensively. Try to try to improve on getting the uh, the turnover. Um, offensively, we just need to pa- uh, the uh, keys just run, just play Michigan football. But when I say that, I don't want us to run the ball like 30 times, have Blake Horam have, you know, 150 to 200 yards rushing and us only take about two shots downfield that even though that's we'll win the game. Right. We'll win the game. And I've always said, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to win the game. True. But when it's the games, the teams that you're playing that you know you're going to beat provides an interesting, like I said, an interesting skill set because you have to be able to show up during those times. But then also you have to learn how to practice against these bad teams. So this way you get ready for the Ohio State. It's like showing Ohio State like, hey, you think we run the ball great. Now look at this. Right, and it's at the expense of Indiana, and it's like saying, "Well, they they have no shot in hell to beat us. That's why we're trying these things that we normally wouldn't do." But let's face it, not every team can beat every other team. And I sound like Kamala Harris there; it's just saying word salad nonsense. But, um, anyways, just that's all we got to do: throw the ball downfield, beat them in the air, show that we can do some stuff. Um. I do fear, though, that we will just do what Michigan does, and that'll be, you know, a mixture of 15 rushes for Corum, 10 rushes for for Edwards. We'll run. We'll get about 350 yards rushing. Uh, J.J. will have about 200 yards passing, and we'll effectively take in three shots downfield. Now, if those three shots end up on big plays, like where they end up in scores, then maybe it's okay to deal with, and that's fine. I just, I love the way we play football. I just, we have to be able to connect downfield at a higher rate than what we're doing now to even continue to make other defenses worry about that. I know they have to kind of think about it now, but they're like, okay, well, you know, we can still rush the passer and still go after him because their downfield passing isn't isn't on isn't on track. It isn't as efficient as it should be. We need to make that more of a weapon for us. We just do. I mean, I'm fine when we beat Penn State if Corum has 30 rushes for another 200 yards and like two or three touchdowns or whatever, right? I'm fine with that. And if JJ only has 250 yards passing, I'm fine with that because we're beating good teams and we have to beat them the way we can beat them. I'm fine. But when it's a team like Indiana that we can do pretty much whatever we want to, then we need to do whatever we're weakest at to, to improve it so this way it's good when we play good teams. So maybe this way when we play a Penn State or an Ohio State, we can just – J.J. could have a 300 to 400-yard passing game because it's there. And the only reason why it's there is because we take the time against Indiana to beat them up that way through the air. I know it sounds arrogant, and it, but that's all with the caveat that Michigan shows up to play. 
You know, you just can't be like, ah, we'll just take it easy. No, no, you got to play. You got to play like you're going to play Ohio State. You got to have that that mental approach. But we just have to have the mental approach on the passing games, things that we need to work on. This is a uh, high-level practice drill, if you want to call it. But, I'm yeah, that's really about it, guys. I mean, I don't know. Offensive star of the game, I'm hoping. Now, this is just my hope, okay? It's probably going to be Corum <laughs> or Edwards. It's probably going to be one of those two. But I want... Andrew Anthony to be the offensive star of the game. I think he, this is no better team for him to come out and shine than Andrew Anthony to do it this week. I'll be happy if any one of the wide receivers do it, but I always say Andrew Anthony, offensive star of the week. Uh, defensive star of the week, I always say Mike Morris. Just because, it, like I said, the, the pass rush needs to get better. And he seems to be coming on. This, you know, that performance in Iowa was impressive. So this is around the same time that we saw Aiden Hutchinson and David Ajabo really start to assert themselves. Because that Wisconsin game last year showed everybody. I, I mean, Graham Mertz, didn't we? I think we knocked him out of the game. And it was like a three-man tackle between Hutchinson, Ojabo, and then I think Hill put laid the wood to him and knocked him out of the game. You know? So, you know, we're right there. Let's see how our pass rush goes for the rest of the season going forward because we're going to need it uh, the, the following week against Penn State. We're going to need it. So I need to see what we can do. Uh, pass rush wise this week. So Mike Morris, defensive player of the game, keys to victory. Obviously, like I said, pre- on defense, pressure the quarterback, get after him, make him make mistakes, uh, take them seriously. You know what I mean? Uh, don't give up the big play. Don't fall asleep and allow one of their wide receivers to get behind you because that kid can sling the ball. So stay play fundamental defense, which our defensive backfield has been doing all season long. Uh, offensively keys to victory light it up offensively just throw that ball downfield throw down throw the ball downfield and when it's not there beat them up on the run and we should be able to cruise to a victory um i'm going to say the 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 score this week will be 45 to 17 i mean it wouldn't even shock me if we scored 55 but because i just I've been watching the steady decline of Indiana football throughout the season. If you want to go back and even just look at the scoring, you're going to see it's a steady decline. More and more big pass, more and more big plays are happening against Indiana's defense. And if we can't take advantage of that, then we did not we did not do our job this week. But 45-17. Hell, man, I don't even know if they're going to score 17. I mean, I guess they are a better offense technically than Iowa. Iowa is just awful. <sighs> yeah, I'll say 45-17. But don't be surprised uh, if they get that 17 in the second half. I think Michigan's off- or Michigan's defense is going to shut them out first half. 17 points more likely in the late third, early fourth. More garbage time. Garbage time stuff. But yeah, it's going to be 45-17 for the victory. Michigan, and I'm hoping this is JJ's first 300-yard game, hoping and praying. Uh, I hope Andrew Anthony really shows up today, but also a dependent position on what the quarterback does. So we'll see. All right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. One thing I want to address, though, before I get out of here, um, and I I am fully to blame as to this as well, 
right? I think we, and I'm sure this might has might have been addressed on other podcasts, and I'm sure it has to be because it's glaringly obvious. But uh, we as a fan base need to understand that Jim Harbaugh is never going to be the Ryan Day. He's never just going to light it up. He's never just going to throw five wide receivers out there, and that's all. And JJ is going to put up like fifty to sixty attempts. I just I, I I mean on the regular, anyways. There might be a game where it just happens, but that'll be out of necessity, not not by game plan. Um, what we're going to be looking at is Harbaugh has a has his idea of how his offense is going to run, and that's run heavy then beat him up in the air when you have the chance. And he's done it at Stanford. He's done it with San Francisco. And he's done it here at Michigan. And he, to think that he's all of a sudden going to change, and I wanted it to because with J.J., I, I just I worry that if we don't throw it enough that we won't get those high-level quarterbacks. But the thing I think we need to understand um, is that no matter what, we're always going to get – high level recruits because we are Michigan because look at we we didn't even use Nico Collins or DPJ or any of these other guys and they went to the they've gone to the league and they're producing like DPJ looks great I haven't paid attention this season maybe he's not but up until this season he looked great Nico Collins coming up and he's on a really bad team but he's coming up you know, we, we have these wide receivers that go and actually do things in the league. So you can still recruit based off of how well they do when they get in the league. And just by being a part of Michigan, you will get noticed. I mean, for heaven's sakes, the what big noon, <laughs> the big noon game has been followed Michigan now for four weeks straight or something like that. It's crazy. So you're going to get televised. You're going to be seen. It's just that he's going to look to make his offense a 10 at every position. And that's all this is, is by going to J.J., it's just making making that quarterback position, which was a 7 or an 8, now a 10. So now he can do those things that you saw him do against Iowa, where he just gets around the defensive end easily, and he can just pop that ball right to, right to Edwards, which Cade couldn't have done. And on those little outs, that ball gets there faster. With Cade, it didn't get there fast. It took. It seemed like it took ages to get to the, get to those outs. Right to throw that ball. That's all. He, that's all he's doing. He's just upgrading. If the, if Michigan's offense was a car, all he's doing is putting better wheels on it. Now he's putting in a better engine. It's still the same car. It's just now it's all upgraded. You know, and that's all he's doing. It's never going to look any different. Never. So we just need to accept that and move on. I just hope that we include the wide receivers a little bit more. And I think we will. I think maybe next year. I mean, I think this year we're going to win. I've already said we're going to win the national title this year. I already, I believe it. Right. And I think JJ's going to get more. You're going to see him throw it more and more as the year goes on. But we're never going to be that team like a Western Kentucky air raid system. It's never, never not going. It's just never going to happen. Not, it's never, never going to happen on a regular basis. We're never changing. As long as Jim Harbaugh is the quarterback, that's never going to happen. So we just need to get used to that. We just have to hope that because of JJ's the 10 now at that quarterback position, that they get, they loosen up the reins and allow him to throw it downfield a little bit more. And with doing that, even if he throws the ball downfield five times, 
right? Like what what we did against Maryland. If what we did against Maryland, now optimize that. Every downfield pass, he hits four out of those five. Boom. I think we're okay as a fan base. I think we love it, right? Because we got the dominant run game. We have an amazing offensive line. And now we have a quarterback that can hit four out of five deep passes. And we put 50 on Maryland. You know what I mean? That's what we. That's ideally what we want. And I think we're going to get there. I, I think by the time I'm really excited. I think by the time we see even Michigan State is by the what we're going to get there. I think you're going to see ideal Michigan football from Michigan State going forward because I really do with Indiana now. JJ's probably going to have a big game. I'm hoping and praying. Then we play Penn State, another big game. And if he does well against that, they can loosen up even a little bit more. Then you have the bye week, right? And then you have Michigan State. I mean, we should be rolling offensively at that point. I'm telling you, the sky's the limit right now. But that's just all it is. We just need to get used to that he's going to turn this Michigan offensive vehicle to a 10. Get it, Everything we still do. It's not going to change any of that. It's just getting it to a 10. That's all he's going to do. So get used to it. Just hope that we can be what we were against Maryland, but at the 10. You know, so making the four out of the five downfield passes, that kind of stuff. I think if we start to accept that as a fan base, I think we'll be very happy. Or we'll be happier. I don't know if a Michigan fan base will ever be happy, but we may be happier. So let's just go with that. And I'll get out of here. Uh, thank you again. For all that you guys do and listening and watching and do all that, uh, I will just reiterate um, all reaction episodes. You can still download and listen on all podcasts, all pa- podcasting apps, but also I'll put it on YouTube. I'm making a concerted effort to put all that stuff on on YouTube now. Um, I still don't have a. I mean, I think I'm in my. Well, I think I know I'm in my closet right now. <laughs> It's got the best acoustics in my place. So I'm in my closet. <laughs> Walk-in slash closet here. Uh, yeah, so it's great. Just literally, thank you guys for everything you guys have done. It's been amazing. I have got bracelets now, uh, or they're being mailed. Uh, the stickers are on their way. Uh, so if you guys go to Apple Podcast and you go to Spotify and you go to Anchor and you guys rate and review right? Leave a voicemail. Uh, I got a couple voicemails this week for voicemail Monday. So I'm just going to carry them over to ask me anything this week. When I start getting more and more voicemails, I'm going to start including them and hopefully we can make it a uh, voicemail Monday. But until I get a steady stream of voicemails, I'm just going to include them into the, uh, ask me anything portion this week. Uh, but yeah, leave a review, rate and review that bad boy. Hit me up on the DM. Let me know that you've done so. Give me your name, address, and I will send you um, both a sticker and a little uh, bracelet deal. Uh, things are just going to get more. I got two hats coming out uh, with two different of the logos that I've had. And I'm going to, when I get them, I'll put them online. If you guys like them, let me know. I can get them out to you. You know, I'm not even looking to make money on any of this. I just want us to, I just want to get out there more. Because I, I, I think, I'm telling you, this podcast is pretty damn good. I listen to the other ones. 
And even though I do love some of the other ones, the ones that are actually affiliated with the school, they're nice because they provide you with some inner stuff. But if you're looking for one that isn't affiliated to the school and is just a purely fan-based podcast, I believe this is the best one out there. It really is. Blue by 90 is nice, but they dick around too much, I think. I, I try not to give you too much of my own personal life so this way we can all just enjoy Michigan football. Because at the end of the day, do you really care what's going on in my life as long as I'm doing an entertaining podcast? Not really. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But that's why I want to focus more on Michigan. And that's why I give you the Ask Me Anything. If you guys really care to know anything about me, ask me and they ask me anything. I'll tell you. But outside of that, I'm just going to give you Michigan football and how I see it and how excited or how angry I get about it. I know I feel like I'm dragging on. I'm sorry. It's sorry. I just wanted to thank you all. <laughs> so please make the effort. Go out there. Support this podcast so we can really kick ass and take names. And you guys have been fantastic. Just once again, thank you. Um, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping. All right, guys? Um, right now you'll find me on Instagram and, uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things and I'm finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now Uh, on YouTube. I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes, and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, Fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts, and I just want you guys to know I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, uh, YouTube and like and subscribe. And also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, hopefully it's a five-star review. Follow there as well. And hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers. And I have wrist bracelets. The ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have. But they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it. This is the football ramp. But we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to um, Spotify in the bio, you can hit uh, the voicemail. Voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail, and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it will continue just to be Ask Me Anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh, retro. I want to be more active with you guys. Okay. Also, you go to the bio in Spotify, and you can support this podcast for a mere four ninety nine a month. I think there's three options: ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. Either one, I really don't care. Either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the Maniac Society that has been so good to me. 
So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, to me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing, and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point... Um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-COVID numbers, and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much, guys. Once again, go to YouTube. Go to Spotify. Like and subscribe on both. Leave a review on both. Hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off that is offered, and I will also send you a hat. Once the the new hats come out, I want you to pick which one, and I will send them out. I just want to make you guys happy. That's all I want to do. So I hope we can just crush it, and I hope you love this week's episode.